podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everybody and welcome to Dream Team Tonic. The look I were giving Rudiger for that own goal is the look she were giving me. She were fuming. I think you must have been listening to the specials before the game. Stop your messing around, Rudy! <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to Dream Team Tonic, episode 16. Uh, with me as usual is Ben and we've got a third amigo today. Uh, welcome to the team, James Fricker. Hi guys. Are you there, James? I'm here, yeah. How's it going, mate? All good, thanks. Good stuff. You there, Ben? Yeah, how you doing, lads? All right? All good, mate. Good. Uh, welcome to the team, James. Um, mm-hmm. Good to have you on board. Top player, top bloke. Um, if you're not following him yet, it's at James A. Fricker. Um, get him followed on Twitter. Uh, it's his first pod. So he's he's a he's a little bit of a podcast virgin, so we'll go easy. <laughs> um I don't think I could probably have picked a better week to bring James on board. Um obviously being a Liverpool fan, then a big Leicester fan. Uh, <laughs> nice, nice game at weekend. Let <laughs> you two find that out after. Um right, let's Jump straight in, chaps. Let's uh, get on to the latest ins and outs of the transfers in the Dream Team. Let's start with the ins. Ben, you can do the honour. Yeah, um, most transfers in over the last seven days. Uh, the main one was uh, Gundogan, 25,000 teams. Yeah. Uh, Phil Foden into 21,000 teams. Big figures. Yeah, uh, return of of Harry Kane, eighteen thousand teams. The Terminator. Yeah, um, Aaron Wambazaka, seventeen thousand teams, and three uh, Man City defenders. The next ones are Diaz, thirteen thousand, Cancelo, twelve thousand, and Stones, ten thousand. See anybody so on the list that. you want to look at? Yeah, I mean, it's no surprise up the top. Yeah. I mean, I mean obviously, a lot of people still bring in the City assets in. Um, further down the list, uh, we've got down there Cavani, Rashford, Maguire, Shaw. There's quite a lot of um, United players on there, isn't there? McTominay sneaks yeah, onto that list. That's a surprising yeah. one. I saw McTominay on there and I was like, hmm, that's, um, that's an odd one being a defensive midfielder. I know he gets the odd goal, but still, um, he wouldn't be coming anywhere near my side. Um, <laughs> and um, you've got James, um, Reese James down there as well. Um, I think he's a bit of a rotation risk myself. So, yeah. I'm surprised there. Yeah, we've seen him rotated, haven't we? We Callum Hudson or on. Right wing back. Yeah. He's a top player, Reese James. It's a shame. He's a. He's a good attacking asset. Yeah, it's a strange one, McTominay. As for Quetta sneaking onto the bottom, there's a lot of United players on there. I think a lot of people have gone and jumped on the United train to try and make them points up with the City lot. Not yeah. quite working out yet, though, is it? 
Yeah, the McTominay one is, I think people got blinded by his little goal run. He got three goals in uh, three games once. Three and a half games. So, like, people yeah. jumped on him. But I, I wouldn't be jumping on him. It's like James says, he's a, he's a defensive midfielder. That's not going to last, is it? No. Like, for that price, you might as well go Mount. Definitely. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Mount's getting played played as like a number ten, isn't he? With Werner at the minute, two tens. Yeah, yeah, doing really well. They look good. Look good. Fernandez uh, is on the transferred in list. <laughs> a bit late. I thought, I thought everybody had them. <laughs> yeah, two thousand. Not something like ninety nine point nine percent owned. Yeah. Crazy to see him on that list. Don't usually see him there. At all during the season, to be fair, he's just uh, he's just usually in from the start. But anyway, the late to that train. Let's switch across to the uh, transferred out. See if any. Do you want to go through that list, James? I'll go yeah, sure. Top. Um, bear with me. Not a problem, mate. So, yeah, we've got James Justin at the top, which is no surprise because um, obviously he's done his ACL. Yeah. Um, Pogba um, in second place, um, 14,000 odd took him out. I think he's got an injury at the moment. So, uh, again, no surprise. I think um, number third, there'll be a few people ruin their decision this week, though, with uh, Kevin De Bruyne being dropped from the uh, 13 odd thousand. Yep, he's on the bench tonight, isn't he, against Everton? He is, yeah. Um, Chilwell, you can kind of understand that because um, it's looking like um, Alonso's going to seriously eat into his game time. So, uh, yeah, that's not a surprise. Um, further down, you've got nearly 10,000 took out Robinson with Liverpool's form. I, again, not a massive surprise there, although... Hopefully, with some new defensive acquisitions, uh, they'll start um, in potentially improving the defensive form. He nearly scored from the halfway line last night, didn't he? <laughs> he did. Yeah, yeah, that was quite a shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then you sort of you've got some in the lower numbers. You've got people are dropping Mane. I, I don't think Mane's a bad option, so I'm a little bit surprised to see him being dropped but I guess people are moving between their um, their big assets yeah yeah Mane he's still a decent option a good differential I think mm. yeah like if you're trying to make some ground up um, yeah on the Abamyang down there 3,162 people Ooh. finally yeah. lost patience and they timed it just right. <laughs> because it, how many times he does it? That's got to hurt, hasn't it? Yeah. I'm glad I were on that weeks ago. <laughs> I, I'm glad I took him out weeks ago. And I were, I were A few Spurs assets there, I see. Um, Son's being dropped. To be fair, I got rid of him recently. Um, I thought Rashford was potentially a better option. And I'm not surprised to see Eric Deer being dropped because uh, Spurs have been pretty bad. Um at the back, haven't they? Mm. They have. I mean, in one of my teams, I did go the other way, and I brought Son in. 
I think at that price, um, with the Europa League coming up, I know Spurs have been they've been crap, but it weren't it weren't that long ago we were talking as about Spurs being up there challenging and uh, Son and Kane, like complete like absolute dream team them two together. Mm. Uh, it, it only feels like a few weeks ago that mm. obviously uh, it is a bit longer, but. It's still a good option, I think. But um, I just personally, I thought Rashford was slightly better. Um, mm. The trouble is with Son is that Kane always seems to sweep up those Star Man awards, mm. um, regardless of his performance. So um, that sort of de- puts a bit of a dent in Son, I think. Yeah, the fixtures are good yeah. now, though, for Spurs attacking wise. We've got um, Wolfsberger in the Europa League, then they've got West Ham. Wolfsberger again, and then Burnley to end end the month. He's uh, got thirteen goals this season as well, Sam. Mm. So he's right up there. Harry Kane yeah. and Sam seem to like assist each other, don't they? Yeah. You don't get the star yes. men star man very often, though. Like you like you just said. Yeah, Kane stealing that accolade. Yeah, nine star man for it. Nine star mans for Harry Kane this season. That's not surprising, is it? Is, is he not the highest uh, point scorer overall so far in Dream Team? Yeah, he is. Salah's um after last night's performance, Salah's not too far behind now. I think. Yeah, surprise! It, it surprises me that obviously Kane with his injury, uh, Salah seems in and out of form. Uh, he's been on a decent run though, hasn't he? Mm. Actually, um, Fernandez is um, is the second second place behind Kane, isn't he? So yeah. Kane's still got um, what uh, 20, 20 odd points on Fernandez, <clears throat> and Salah's not far behind. He's in number well, three in the third spot. I mean, anybody that's scoring higher points than Bruno is is doing very well, mm. very very well, because he just he just seems to. Uh, Crap points, doesn't he? He's, he's just he's just a a serial hauler. Is uh, Bruno up in the top? Let's go to the top K one uh, K ownership. See what's going on up there. Uh, see what tells us a story of how you're going to be breaking into that mould. Um, Bruno's at the top, isn't he? Yeah. Just with only 03 percent of people not owning him. No surprise. Doesn't change much that through the season. Ford and Diaz and Cancelo all up there in the between eighty-two and eighty-five percent. Um, again, with all the big city, big city blocks up there, that doesn't surprise. Rashford being a, a good option, second striker. Harry Kane ownership back up there, sixty-four percent. Is anybody on there that's sticking out to you too? Um, I had a look at this earlier and. Um... I think there's that you could make an argument for all of those players being being on that uh, top ownership list. Mm. I think they're they're all pretty good. Yeah, the only one that sticks out to me is Mares. It's been in a really bad f- uh, vein of form, but <laughs> yeah. still spot. there. Yeah, still there. Harvey Barnes, Mendy's, Mendy's still there as well. Yeah, he sneaked yeah. sneak. I don't think I think he's been sneak. I think he was. Was he last last week? Yeah. So he snuck snuck up a place. 
13% now. Yeah, I think uh, since Tuchel comes in at Chelsea's, I don't think they've conceded apart from the Rudiger goal, have they? Yeah, uh, five clean sheets out of six. Yeah, I'm surprised that Chelsea ownership hasn't gone higher and higher. As we've just seen with the transfers in, like, there's not many people jumping on that train. Mm. I actually brought Mendy in, um, not this week, the week before, for um, for Edison. So um, with Mendy being dropped this week, although um, Tuchel says he's the number one cho- number one choice going forward, um, it was a bit of a bit of a blow for um, Edison to get an assist and a clean sheet. Um, <laughs> I'm sure he won't be getting an assist every <laughs> week, though. So. I'm still keeping the faith with uh, with uh, Mendy. He'll be getting a couple of goals next week. <laughs> yeah, probably. We're we'll taking a couple of penalties. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a hammer blow. Definitely. <laughs> that definitely would be a hammer blow. <laughs> yeah, so I think looking at that, we could see a lot of people probably bringing in more of the United assets rather than the Chelsea. Um, we Silver, Zuma, Chilwell going out at Chelsea. There's a few people bringing in Aspilicueta, uh, James, Mount. Um, yeah, Foden and Gundo probably leading the way still on the ins. Um, a lot of points. Gundogan, I think we've heard today, tonight, that Gundogan isn't isn't going to be out for too long, is he? No. no Should he be back for the weekend? Well, I think he'll be back for, um, what's it, Arsenal next? Yeah. Arsenal at the weekend. Sunday. Yeah. I think they've got a lot of games coming up, haven't they, City? A lot of games. Mm. Right, let's jump across to the uh, Dream Team stats and see about the... Just a quick look at the Starman Awards and, and seven ratings. That are going on there. Uh, I mean, some of these can be quite surprising. I think earlier on in the season we looked at it and Sterling were in a horrid run of form and he was still up there as one of the top players for seven ratings. I mean, he's still there. Um, Rashford up the top on 22, seven ratings this this year. Fernandez in second, joint second with Sterling that's and a, Kane. That's surprising that Rash, uh, Fernandez ain't first, do you know what I mean? It's true. Obviously, Rashford's been stealing some of them, hasn't he? <laughs> uh, you got a big fact zero so this weekend, Rashford. He got a big zero? Yeah, he did, yeah. After a good week last week, that's been Rodri in this week. <laughs> hey, Rodri sat up there. So, oh, sorry, go on, James. Sorry, no, I was going to say I, I was joking. Um, it's because I brought Rashford in this week. All <laughs> oh, right, yeah. <laughs> it's always the way you bring him in. Is it big zero? Yeah, men. You bring Mendy in. He's on bench. <laughs> who, who are you bringing in this week, James? <laughs> I'll avoid him there. Well, I, I, won't, I won't spoil the surprise. We'll, uh, we'll save that for um, first, the latest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rodri's sat up there in fifth on 27 ratings. Yeah, steady steady getting his threes, three pointers. Yeah. Yeah, steady 60 points there. So, top at Starman Awards, Harry Kane. With nine yeah, Starman no surprise awards. there. Nine Starman for Harry Kane. Oh. Um, surprisingly, Fernandez is third. Seven Starman. Um, in between the two of them is Mane with eight Starman. 
which is really surprising considering it, how many goals he scored this season. I was going to say the same yeah. thing. He's not um, he's not been firing this year like he has in previous seasons. Mm. Yeah, where's I mean, where's Sam on that list? Yeah, very interesting that. Mm. It's been as like obviously Salah's quite high up with the overall score. He's obviously not been picking them uh, star man awards up. I'll tell but you now Nick, how many how many star man he's got. But I bet he's only got like five. Well, he's uh, Sauer's top scoring Premier League, isn't he? Well, he's only got three. Right he's only got three star man. That's yeah, surprising, isn't like, it? Um, yeah, it's not like who scored to to a uh, rate it like that. So mm. maybe he's scoring a few, but not quite. He seems to be getting a lot of goals, but they're only giving him the goal and not giving him the seven plus rating. Yeah, they're not seeming to uh, mm. take into account. Um, usually, it's like you get a goal, you're guaranteed a seven rating, aren't you? Yeah, it seems like. Another mm. what, another one that's surprising on the list is Nick Pope. Well, it's not really surprising, is it? But because he's he done half save Burnley. Um, Six six star man for him. Yeah, they keep pulling these keepers from somewhere, don't they? Burnley. <laughs> yeah, Heaton a couple of years ago, who were amazing. It, well, he's uh, just, moved him on. He's just at Villa doing nothing now, and he? he needs to move on. Crazy, crazy. A great, great keeper at Burnley. I think he broke into England team there, didn't he? Yeah, a bit he like did. what Pope's done. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just keep rolling them off. But yeah, obviously, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be brave enough to put a Burnley keeper in in my net <laughs> in Dream Team. But yeah, he's obviously picking up them ratings. Yeah, and uh, Foden's fifth with six. Yeah, big year for Foden. Big year. He's, Quality player. Yeah, he's. This is the good thing about Dream Team is that. If he misses like a, a league match, he'll play in the cup or in the Champions League. You know what I mean? So yeah. he's he's still going to get your points because he's just class and he. Um, yeah, so he's safer in this game than in other games. Yeah, when you don't know if he's going to be starting in the league uh, in the cup game rather than the league game. Yeah, yeah, like FPL, you pick you pick him. He probably won't play for three game three three games. Yeah, you know what I mean, that's it. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Top goals, top scorers. Point scorers, um, as we just said, Harry Kane's top. Yeah. Bruno second, Salah's third, Rashford's fourth, and the fifth one is a defender, which is surprising. Uh, Cancelo. You don't usually see that out there. No. It's not a surprise, is it? Cancelo plays as, you know, he plays all everywhere. Yeah. Left winger, centre mid, he's all at pitch. He's all at pitch, he's dangerous going forward. And obviously the run of clean sheets that City went on has uh, bumped him right up there. Yeah. And Pep, 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 James. Pep will uh, even play him at um, left back to try and uh, keep <laughs> get him in the side when, um, when Walker's playing, but on the right. So uh, mm. I think he sees him as a key player. And to be fair, if you watch him, he's... Um, He's amazing going forward, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and he's not half bad defensively either. I think, mm. 
obviously we always like, we seem to see Cancelo as the attacking asset, but he's quite solid defensively, and he's he's a perfect player. I mean, like you say, you fit him into the team anywhere. He's left and right footed. He he's he's very very good. Did he not play a game a couple of weeks ago in centre midfield? Yeah. Play anywhere, man. You probably see him uh, playing at false nine in a few weeks. It wouldn't surprise, <laughs> wouldn't surprise me. me no. Yeah, I wouldn't he, be surprised. He's he's got a shot on him. He's got everything. He's, he has got everything. Top player, great signing for City. And he had him on the bench all last year. He didn't even use him. <laughs> yeah, it's true. He didn't. Crazy. But yeah, he looks really good. They got him from Juve, didn't they? Yeah, swapped him for Danilo. Plus cash. <laughs> that was Jesus. a good deal. <laughs> they got a great deal though. Yeah, Danilo never really uh, shone at you know uh, City, did he? He used to be a good little pick though, Danilo, because he used to come on and like shore up the defense when they when they're winning, and used to get clean sheet points all the time. <laughs> yeah, it was cheap sneak as well. Sneak five points in. Yeah, he was like two point five million. Yeah, yeah, you can always do with one of them. You're begging Pep to bring on, bring on that spur defender. Yeah, just to get you a clean sheet. For last five minutes, get me five points. <laughs> yeah, I think dream team right. is different, isn't it? In that, in um, in the terms of you, the a defender only has to play one minute to get to get a clean sheet. So yeah. um, I've not seen yeah. it in any other formats before. Mm. Yeah, you usually have to play sixty minutes, don't they? To get yeah. the clean sheet points. Yeah, usually most games. Right, we'll, we'll jump on to some viewers' questions. We've got quite a quite a few to get through. Yeah, we will group a few of them because obviously a lot is to do with Kevin De Bruyne and the fact he sat on the bench. Uh, he's caught a hell of a lot of people by surprise. Obviously, um, a lot of people transferred him out, expecting him to be out for a lot longer. I think I were the same. I thought I thought he'd probably not see this month. To be fair. Mm. Lo and behold, he's probably been training all week, and he's back in team. Yeah, back in squad. So we got Fergie's apprentice on Twitter, uh, who sent as his team. Um, have you had a look into that, Ben? And what what you'd do there? Yeah, um, Fergie's apprentice. Yep. Yeah, we're all asking whether whether they should transfer KDB in or just hold on. Let's see how things go with him. Well, if you can afford to get him in, I would be getting him in because obviously, if you've got four man midfield as well, and you're yeah. not happy with your fourth man midfielder, like I can see in his team now, he's got McTominay, like, mm. and I I won't be touching him. No, I'd be getting rid of him, but it's the it's the, if, if he's got the budget for it. Um, he's got two point nine million left in the bank, so he, mm. I mean, he could um he, he could do a straight swap for Madison, he, or potentially do Gundogan to uh, uh, McTominay, McTominay to Gundogan or something yeah. like that. I'd probably do the second one you just said. Yeah, McTominay is um probably needs to go. I think. Yeah. Yeah, Madison's got good fixtures this in, this month, and he's got the Europa League as well, mm. um, and he's. Playing out his skin at the minute, he is. So he is I won't forward. be taking him out. He's a bit of a differential as well. Yeah, it's true. What, what, what I, would you guys do? 
Go on, James. Well, I, I think I'd do Madison. Well, I don't know, actually. It, it would, the, the obvious choice would be Madison to KDB because mm-hmm. um, he's got the money to do it with his one sub left. But actually, I think um, uh, Gundogan's been so good and he's actually been scoring um, scoring a lot more than KDB did uh, in recent weeks before KDB got injured. So I'd actually be... T- I, I, I would probably do... McTominay to Gundogan. He's got some yeah. plenty of money to do that. Yeah, I think I agree with you both there. I think Madison stays. I wouldn't. I would not sacrifice Madison to get KDB in. Definitely not. So that kind of rules out <clears throat> bringing KDB in. That go a little bit different. It does for Gun- Fergie. <laughs> Fergie's apprentice. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. For, yeah. For on his budget, I think tidying that McTominay thing up. Um, I don't know when he's brought him in. Uh, I think he is a United fan. Yeah. <laughs> so that might have swayed his decision there. Um, but the Gundogan idea, definitely definitely up there. Gundogan is he's, he's hauling. But now with KDB back, is he going to drop back to a number six? That's a bit of a worry. Mm. He won't be on penalties. So That's a good point. The, there's little things that are kind of like, maybe Gundogan isn't probably the right time now. But one man who we have just spoke about, who is fifth in top scorers in the Dream Team this year, is Cancelo. Now he's yeah. got enough money to drop McTominay, uh, put four at the back, and put Cancelo into that back line, which I think probably be the best option for him. Mm, safer. I don't know if. Yeah, it is definitely a safer option. Um, as we just discussed about his attacking returns and stuff, and it does give him a double up on City defence. That's a good um, shout, Tony, I think. I mean, obviously, there's other ways, but yeah, I do I do feel like the Cancelo way. Just, I mean, if you, I did have a quick look at the points per game. If you want a quick comparison of McTominay over the last five, six game weeks. Because um, obviously, McTominay has scored a few goals and he's had a little flurry. But his points per game is 3.8. And you've got Cancelo at seven point four. I mean, and it's a no-brainer. Yeah, no-brainer. <laughs> Ceiling's higher. Get rid of McTominay, mate. Don't let the uh, your United tinted glasses sway you. Get them City players in. <laughs> did he? Did, did they he? Love it, won't they? Did he mention he wanted Vardy? Was that no? Uh, he was asking, yeah, about Vardy. Asking possibly about Vardy. Uh, Vardy or uh, De Bruyne I, that front line he's got I wouldn't make a change there yeah the only thing I can see is if he wants to take the gamble is Salah's only got one fixture next week so uh, yeah. Vardy will have two so that's that's true he could is he going to play in both you're the Leicester man I'd say will he play both I'd say he will yeah big games Big games. See, well, if Leicester win 4 0 tomorrow, <laughs> well, he'd probably yeah. be on the bench, but we'll see. Yeah. Did, did you see what, um, what's what been said about uh, Kasper Schmeichel as well from uh, Slavia Prague? No. They had, they had like a. The, yeah, did you see it? Yeah, they were saying he's, he's fat or something. He should be yeah. like 10 pounds lighter. <laughs> <laughs> they said that, they said, oh, and he's the only goalkeeper that wears a corset. <laughs> Yeah, I know. What are they on about? 
I, I think he's the top <laughs> class keeper personally. Yeah, I I don't know where they get their information from. It's absolutely bonkers. <laughs> I would think that's going to inspire the Leicester team and certainly Smichael more than more than it would do any damage to them. So I think yeah. that they're probably ill-advised comments, really. Yeah, Vardy will be like taking the mickey out of him all, all day as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll be having some stick for that, won't he? Yeah. <laughs> right, so very similar because uh, now we've we've kind of covered the KDB angle, but uh, Matty Blake, uh, MB, MB Dons, and look yeah. at his team. He, he's kind of asking the same question: Should he get, should he get uh, De Bruyne in, or do you think he can hold on? Well, that looking at his team, um, I'd get rid of Hudson Odoi. He's yeah, sure is. so we we don't know uh, we don't know his budget. Yeah, that's the only thing. But if so, if he can't get to um, De Bruyne, go Foden. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Not, he's got Gundogan already, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's got a few assists recently, um, but yeah, the ceiling for Foden or even De Bruyne, if you can get to him, it'd be a lot higher. I mean, Hudson, so that's yours. Been... Nice and quick that for. Sorry. Go on, James. I was going to say, Hudson Adoy might look good on the eye, but effectively, he's a midfielder playing as wing back and he's yeah. not converting any points. So um, yeah. he, he might look good, but he's not he's not delivering the points, and that's what we need. Yeah, yeah. definitely. You're right there, James. That's a quick one there for you, Matty. Um, tidy, tidy Hudson Adoy up. And then on to Connor's team. Again, very similar. Should he just hold fire, or uh, or push the button on De Bruyne? So Connor's got two subs left and two and a half million in the bank. Um, so he could do Madison. He could do um, a straight match. He could move Madison straight to KDB if he was if he was desperate to do that. But is yeah. that the weakest link in that team? It's a pretty strong team, to be fair. Yeah, I've got that roll down here. Hold that team. Wait. Mm. He's in a strong position, strong team. Yeah, I won't be making much change to that. Yeah, I like the team. Would you, um, uh, if he's got two transfers left though, and would you bring in KDB in for Madison? Because I think that's what he's thinking about doing. It's tempting. I, I wouldn't yeah. take Madison out this week, honestly. He's no. I, I'd probably more likely take out Sterling or Rashford after the. I don't know. I just think Sterling <laughs> just doesn't get enough points for the amount of money he costs. He just gets like an assist or a one goal or whatever. He's he's not really banging them in. And you know, Ke- Kevin De Bruyne would be a differential. When we yeah. finish the pod, we'll we'll look at the Man City score and have a hat trick, and we'll all look stupid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. I've captained him in uh, in Sky. Yeah, no, uh, I wouldn't be upset. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd just hold. I'd hold them transfers. Hold them transfers and see what's going on. Mm. What have we got left in February now? Two game weeks. Two game weeks. Possible four uh, games. Yeah. Yeah. So he could, if he holds those two plan. transfers next week, That's he can he can have a look at the March fixtures and get maybe get get um get a you know a run on a run at get, them. 
get yeah. stuff, get some players in early for the March stuff, and then he's sort of a, can, can potentially be ahead of the game if you're not. Know yeah, I mean. like a mini wild yeah. card. Kind of, yeah. yeah. But um, everyone else will probably have burnt their transfers. But um, if he's he'll have the luxury of going right. I can look at the March fixtures and go. This is this is what I want to do, and he'll still have. It's almost like he's rolling them forward, so, so he doesn't have yeah. to use as many at the start of at the start of March, if you like. Yeah, good yeah, show. Definitely, definitely good advice. Good advice. Yeah, because his options will be endless then. Yeah. On the end of February, February, he can do what he likes really. A little bit of money in the bank, very good, solid team. That's not going to lose any value for the next couple of weeks. Tone. Um, yeah, looking solid that Connor. Just hold fire, mate. Uh, on to another question another one got about KDB uh, everyone's going to be sick of hearing his name uh, <laughs> from Fergie number one uh, number one in the uh, Dream Team League standings he's asking is KDB worth the extra money so it's, he's what is he 6.3 million uh, when you compare him to Gundam and Foden who are performing so well at the minute do, do we think he's worth that extra what is it two Two point something million more than each of them. Two point three million, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of money. It is. But then if they're gonna drop Gundo back to a number six and put De Bruyne back up there, does that does that make him worth that extra bit of cash? Well it's um his team's looking pretty good at the minute, Fergie's, so he doesn't need a rush into anything. No. Um no. He's got Gundo, he's got Foden, he's got Fernandes in midfield. Probably got the best three at the minute. Um, he's got the City Block City block at the back with Maguire. Uh, yeah. Like I say, maybe go 4 4 2. If you really want to take the gamble, get rid of Rashford yeah. or Sterling. Yeah. But Bring in that midfield asset. He doesn't need to rush into anything because he's doing so well. He's top of the leaderboard, smashing it. So. Yeah, I probably yeah. wouldn't do anything. Yeah, I would. I think the way I'd probably go is, I don't think he's worth the extra money at the moment, is he? I mean, he's still to prove his fitness. He's sat on bench still. Mm. Has he come on tonight? I don't know. He might have. Um, is his injury going to hold up? Is he fully fit? Um, obviously, he's going to be another rotation risk. They'll probably ease him back in. I think Pep said, hasn't he, that the amount of games they've got coming up in the next month and a half, that he is literally going to be rotating every single game. Mm. So, yeah. maybe sticking to a Gundo or a four, though, for them. He's had Aguero on the bench for about three games, and he? So, he's not even given him a chance yet. So, he's probably just put him on there just to scare people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. Just, oh, shit, oh, shit. De Bruyne's on the bench. Yeah. I think before... Um... Before KDB's injury, everyone would have thought KDB will play every game because he seems so important to that side. But I think City have proved in KDB's absence that they can actually perform quite well without him. And I think Gundogan's really stepped up to the the fore. And uh, I don't think KDB has to play every game because they've proved that they can still blow away teams without him. Yeah, that's true. Probably even more so. They've probably looked better. In a strange way, they've looked better without KDB. Uh, I think a lot more of the attacks have... It's been more 
spread out. Yeah, all over the pitch. Yeah, I think a lot of times when KDB's on the pitch, it's no slate on City this because he's so talented. But it's fine KDB. Mm. They get the ball to him. He's the one throwing the balls. And if he, he has a bad game, City have a bad game. Yeah, um, De Bruyne is still the third highest assister in Dream Team. <laughs> He's got 10 assists. <laughs> He's, only got crazy. He's only got three goals though, I think. Yeah. Which is um, not too many, is it? No. No. I wonder who's doing penalties. Pardon? I wonder who's going to take, be taking the penalties. If he ta- if he gets those back, I think that's a real, real uh, boost for him. But if he's not on pens, then... Yeah, I've got a sneaky suspicion that Cancelo's going to get a do on him. Yep. He said he said that uh, Rodri won't be taking the next one, didn't he? Yeah, did say that. Because it, it was a bit of a poor penalty. Now, if they are passing it around and they're giving people a go... Who better than uh, Cancelo? He could strike a ball. Yeah, that'd be interesting. KDB was probably the best of a bad bunch, wasn't he, prior to his injury? So I I do wonder if it'll go back to him. Sterling certainly isn't um, a great (laughs) penalty taker. He's missed three out of four, hasn't he, Sterling? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) never been that good. Um, I think I've got a feeling it'll go back to KDB, but you you never know. Um, You. Your gut feeling of Cancelo might not be might, might might not be too far off the mark. I think if they're going to keep passing it around, I think he he's got to be next in line. Um, and then you obviously got Aguero sat on bench now as well. Now did he ever lose the duty? Yeah, because he Was missed it, a did few. Did he lose didn't it he? to De Bruyne? Yeah, he missed a few, so De Bruyne took over. Right. Well, it's it's going to be an interesting one. It's going to be a guessing game until until we <laughs> until we see someone take a couple in a row again now. Yeah, it's up it in might, the air. It might be like a game where they're three nil up, four nil up, and uh, Edison gets to take it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they're saying he's a good penalty taker, just get him up there and let him yeah. take one. Get the it problem is, if if he misses it, of course, and um, and he's he's in the in the opposition box, then he's got he's not that fast to get, to run back, is he? So uh, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't That's think he'll true. ever. And like you say, unless they're like three or four up, I, I don't think he's going to be taking any because it's too much of a risk, isn't it? Mm. Do you know? What? I've never even thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even thought about the, the fact that they could save it and counter. <laughs> brilliant! <laughs> Absolutely brilliant! I just sat there thinking, Do you know what? That's so simple. That's have so, you so, have so you seen obvious. Have you seen a couple of years ago? Um, in the Germany, um, Leverkusen goalie, but he took a penalty, scored it, and he was walk, walking back to his goal celebrating. Everyone, every once the the Leverkusen team got back in their half, the other team took the shot from the halfway line and chipped him. <laughs> so it, I think it was one. It went back to one one then, and he was still celebrating, walking back to his goal. <laughs> I've not seen that one, but um, that's on YouTube. You got to check it out. It's funny. That's brilliant. Right, another question then. Uh, Flower Pot Man. Not heard from him in a while. He's been a little bit quiet. It's Flower Pot Man, but he's back. Uh, and it is a a nice debate he's going to bring up again. Are we a fan of the three player per team rule? And like going going forward, maybe do you think they should bring that back in? Yeah, I'd definitely like to see it come back again, the free team rule. But keep the five subs, though. Um, yeah. 
yeah, just be interesting to see which players you'd, you'd pick. And obviously, if you want to, if you've got a striker from the from say Man United, and you've got three players from Man United, but you want a midfielder in from Man United next time, you're going to have to use two transfers to get him get him in. You know what I mean? That's you're true. It's and it'll make it a bit more trickier and uh, like like uh, James just said, it'll be better for people that are more on it and uh, looking at the fixtures and that. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, he's, so, so go on then. Who would you pick? If, so if you had, he's asked as well. Who would you pick from City then? If you had three players you could pick from City, who would it be? We'll all we'll all give our answer and then we'll see. If it would create a difference, right? Well, if if it's if it's now, in if it was, if we started the rule from today, yeah, I'd go Foden, Cancelo, Gundogan, and then if it's from the start of the season and everyone's fit, yeah. I'd go Cancelo, Kevin De Bruyne, Aguero. <laughs> right, yeah. Go on, James. With the three-player rule, for, if I, if I was going to pick three, City. Um, I would, um, I'd go, it's tricky. I think KDB will, will be the number one player, um, at the end, at the end of the season. So I would go KDB, Gundogan and Cancelo. Yeah. Yeah. What would you do? I'd do Cancelo, Gundogan and Sterling. Ooh, Sterling, you mate, you're Sterling. Yeah. (laughs) I would throw him in. I wouldn't. I think that it would bring a difference between people's teams. Yeah. I mean, you look at look at the blocks of City, like eight players, they're going to have every asset from City. So, so whatever, whatever City asset you've got in, mm. you're not catching. You're not catching them. Yeah. But if you restrict them to three, yeah, right. I, I just think it works. Yeah. I'm a, I am a fan of that. Yeah, it's only then. If you went Sterling in you, in this uh, format, who would yeah. be the other two strikers? So I would go Sterling, Kane, Salah. Right. So no, no um, Rashford, no Aguero. No. Well, well, no. Obviously, <laughs> they're all difficult decisions, aren't they? Yeah. That's why that's why it'd be more interesting, wouldn't it? Like if we had uh, the free team rule, free pair team rule, because people would pick yeah. different players. Yeah, and and that is that is the headache that it would give everybody. If I if I put Sterling in, I can't have Aguero. Yeah, it would stop the it, templates. It, it would, it would massively. Um, but like you're saying, and I think we both you both touched on is. You'd you'd have to keep the five transfers, yeah, um, because it'd be impossible to to move from like one player to another within a, within the same team. If you had three City players, but you mm. wanted somebody else, you'd have to use two transfers straight away. Mm. I remember when it was only two players per team in in the dream team. <laughs> Oof. Do you remember that? And I think you only got three okay. transfers at Christmas and three transfers. I can't remember now. You get two. It changed the rules all the time, though, didn't they? The uh, you had you had six yeah. transfers over the season. I remember you had one in oct- like a transfer window in October and a transfer window in like January or something like that. Yeah, I remember that. That you was could tricky. Touch your team at all? Yeah. Mm. 
That's, that must be a while back. That oh, Jesus. That was about five years ago. Mm-hmm. I I played I played in a mini league once where uh, you just picked a team for the season, set and forget, and then you get one transfer at January. That was that what, was hard. One transfer. Yeah, one transfer at January. That's a Jeez. bit tight. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that was tricky. That. You have three injuries. You're done, aren't yeah, you? Yeah. So if you had injuries, you just stuck with the player, basically. Yeah. It was good Who's though. It? Yeah. Suppose you're going off your all your pre knowledge of what you what you you're guessing, aren't you, for the season? Yeah. Basically, which teams are going to perform? Which players are going to be perform? Stay away from the injury prone players, basically. Yeah. 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 Get someone who's going to play thirty eight games. Oh, going on from that. Which leads on pretty well. His Aman Tatler has asked about the price rise rules this year because they're extremely volatile. I think. Um, what, what do you guys make of them? How quickly the prices went up and down? It's quite aggressive. Um, point, you can go up point three or down point three. I mean, in theory, you can go up point three one week and down point three the next. That I think it's a bit aggressive. I, yeah. I think there needs to be some reward for getting on a player early, um, so the the price rises do allow you know do reward the the, the people that bring in a the likes of a Gundogan when he's only three point four million, for instance. But mm. I think it's a little bit aggressive at the moment. Yeah, I second that. What do you reckon, Ben? Yeah, last season it was just one, wasn't it? Point one a, uh, yeah. a week. And it was easier to so if you missed out on somebody, you can still get him in the next week. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I, I like it because at the start of the season, the players that are switched on get the get on the prize rises, so they're getting like get rid of somebody who's going to go down point three, and you get somebody in who's going to go up point three. You're going to gain point six, aren't you? So your yeah. value is going to fly up. That's what I liked about I like about it. But like I, a few people in a couple of mini leagues I've been in, like moaning about it because they're not switched on. They're going, "Oh, I can't, I can't, I could afford it yesterday, but now I can't afford the transfer." <laughs> I says, "Well, you, you've got to keep, you've got to keep up with the prices." <laughs> it's, yeah, it's true. Like I say, there's pros and cons, isn't there? Like I say, mm. people should be rewarded for jumping on somebody early, and then price rises help do that before people just jump on the bandwagon kind of thing, mm. like with people like Gundogan. Sometimes it works um, against you, doesn't it? Because the player gets injured on the Friday or whatever, and you brought him yeah. in. You brought him in on Thursday night, and he get, yeah. gets injured on the Friday or the Saturday before the game. So you you end up losing that out. You've gained on the money on the pr- the price, but um, you've lost out on the the actual points. Yeah, so, I think I think as well is it's down to an opinion because it's a projected score isn't it which uh, decides whether it goes up or down mm. so obviously people like some players are going down even I think I think there were one week quite early on where I think KDB got an assist but then he lost value because he didn't get an assist and a goal yeah and I think that what he needed minimum was to to, to even just hold his value was to score a goal basically yeah to get like mm. eight points it's just yeah but he only got five yeah, yeah, that's stuff. Like, things like that were a little bit ridiculous early days. Yeah. I don't know whether that got sorted quite quite quickly or not, but yeah, I think the projections were a little bit too high for some of the top players. 
Um, so you've seen quite like values dropping quite quickly. I got really but, burnt at the start of the season because I <clears throat> I had um, two or three Liverpool players, um, Liverpool defenders, and they clearly they were a bit shaky at the back to start the season and uh, and they were just dropping every week and I was like I've got to I'm not getting rid of them. I'm sticking it, but by the you know, and I was losing a fortune in in, um, in money, so mm. I f- that was quite hard to take. But you know, that's the way it works. Yeah, each year when they're changing things like that, it's, it's, you, you, tr- you think like last year, you get used to it the way it is. Three transfers, point one each week, up or down, and then this this year's five transfers, a volatile price rise and fall market. Yeah, it changes every time, doesn't it? I hope they keep the five transfers after the this COVID uh, situation is over. So I yeah, think it's been I think really it works, enjoyable it? to have that many transfers a, week, a month. Yeah, more options. Sometimes you, <laughs> you could do without your transfers and stop tinkering. But yeah, yeah. obviously we'll see. I know they are, I did speak to them few months ago when this were all brought up and the um they are in discussions to with the uh, rules for next year see what they're going to do about it we'll have to see wait and see with that right on to a obviously we're getting towards the business end of the season now and oh, i don't know whether you guys want to reveal your transfer plans <laughs> to everybody <laughs> you've probably got your mini leagues going on and it's getting a little bit tricky but if you can get us give us a broad out Outline of uh, who you're watching, who you're thinking going forward, maybe fixture-wise and stuff like that. Shall I go first on that one? Yeah, you go, go, James. James. Yeah. Um, so I've only got one transfer left, so I'm fairly happy with the team. Um, I'm I'm probably going to, unless something happens between now and uh, and Saturday, I'll probably roll the tra- roll my fo- fo- the last transfer just in case there's any injuries. Um, I've got my eye on a few players. Um, obviously, if I wanted to get KDB back, I need to have a plan for that at some point. Um, and yeah. I think Alonso could be quite a good enabler because he's still pretty cheap. Um, I think he's only 2.4 million. So um, if you can drop one of your expensive players, uh, d- defenders, down to a 2.4, that suddenly frees up two or th- um, a couple of million that might yeah. enable you to bring your midfield up. Yeah, um, I've got my eye on Liverpool as always. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I do wonder if they might be might get better defensively now. Now that they've got Kabak, he seems to have slotted in. Apart from um, the, the uh, game against Leicester, where there was a bit of a mess up, um, he's, it, he looked all right last night. Um, although to say that he wasn't really tested. Um, I've got my. I'm keeping an eye on Jota as well. He'll be back really soon. So um, he's only two point eight million. So he could he could be a real if he hits the ground running like he did at the start of the season. Can you imagine having a two point eight yeah. million forward in your team in your uh, in your side and how much money that would free up elsewhere? That's quite would enable you to sort of make some good changes elsewhere. Um, yeah. I think that's the ones I'm looking at at the moment. Sort of, really, your your Alonso's and your Cabacs and your your Jotters going forwards. Yeah, some cheap options there. Let's say Yotta mm. two point eight. I had him in uh, before his injury. 
which were a shame because he were absolutely on fire, weren't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what about you, Ben? Um, at the moment, I've got no plans with the with the team I've got. I'm happy with it, but I've definitely got an eye on De Bruyne if he, if he is back. Um, yeah. I'll be lucky to get him in, I think. Yeah, and Alonso was one I was looking at. Especially now he seems to be nailed that now. He, he's got 39 points since two calls come in. And Chilwell's yeah. only got four points. So that tells you how much he's been picking him. Mm. Yeah, mm. big difference that. Good stats. Um, I'm like I, 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 I've said it last week. Ricardo, he's just yeah a beast. <laughs> he he gets clean sheets, gets attacking uh, returns. Um, and obviously got an eye on Aguero as well for next month if he's back, or is he just going to be like sitting on the bench? <laughs> He might just be a bit uh, part now, Aguero. Yeah. yeah. I hope he ain't. He's one of my favourite fantasy players of all time. So, Yeah, definitely. Top player. I remember him scoring five goals in a game and stuff like that. It's just. Wins yeah, it'd be wins. a shame if it just peters out. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's won, he's won me a, a few mini leagues. He has. Yeah. He's a Premier League great, isn't he? Aguero. Legend. What I like the pick, um, Ben. I think um, Leicester could go quite a long way in the Europa League this year as well. Yeah, hope I'm Definitely. quietly, quite quietly hopeful that we can do something this year. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they're looking good, Leicester. As we said at the weekend, didn't I we? wish uh, I wish I was in Prague this week <laughs> on the beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah that'd uh, be nice, wouldn't it? I've I've got a little bit of a a conundrum. I've got one transfer left and I've got two two duds I want to take out my team. My dream team Tonic eleven team is uh Ferran Torres and Martial. I'm not too sure which way I'm gonna go with them, which one is gonna buy the bullet. I don't think Torres is getting much game time at all though. Mm. Um but then Martial every time Martial plays is uh He's not looking great, is he? Martial's injured at the minute. Has he got injured now? He... Yeah, he's a doubt for tom- for tomorrow. That might seal it then. Mm. How, mu- might seal how it. much is Martial? 4.2. 2.3 in the bank. Six and a half there. Six and a half. You've got loads of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can get anyone, basically. He's probably looking at Rashford. Um, to keep the United asset in there. Mm. I'm pretty happy with the team, though, other than that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty much Chelsea Chelsea and City. I'd say Salah if he had a double game week next week. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought that. But mm. I did I did bring him out for Kane. I don't like swapping back. Um, when Kane got caught uh, a yeah. cold fit. He went back in. So yeah, that's where I'm at with my my, my transfer plans. I mean, I'm looking a lot uh, in the other teams of going really heavy Chelsea. I, it's 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 alerting me. Obviously, the transfer ins and outs. Um, there's not a lot of people, or it seems like there's not a lot of people diving on that Chelsea train. Mm. I, I think they're defensive. I think Aspilicueta, uh Rudiger, Mendy. See pretty nailed. 
Yeah. Uh, Werner and Mount are starting most games. Well, Ver- I think Werner started them all. Um, and then Alonso, uh, which James said, obviously the cheap option, and which you said, Ben, about the um, the point difference between Alonso and Chilwell. Yeah. He just loves to go forward and score a goal, doesn't he, Alonso? And at that mm. price, you can't really avoid him. So I think a few of my teams are going to go really, really heavy Chelsea. Mm. I'm going to really block them and just see if they can make a few strides. What about uh, Son for the next few weeks? Uh, yeah, I have transferred him into a couple of teams, Son. Um, like I say, I like the look of that, that Wolfsburger double-header. Yeah. It's massive for Spurs now, that competition. Um, obviously... Like not doing great in league. I think I think he's going to really aim aim to be winning that or getting quite far in it. He needs to do something with Mourinho because he's. I think he's on the ropes again at Spurs. Yeah, he seems to be uh, upsetting people again. Every everywhere <laughs> he goes now, he's just like dropping the main players and falling out of people. Yeah, he does. Like Deli Ali's just nowhere. He was incredible a couple of years ago, wasn't he? Yeah, um, Pogba, Pogba at United, Hazard at Chelsea. Yeah, I can't remember who else he fell out with Chelsea, but just seems to fall out over on. I think it's he's an arrogant guy, isn't he? Mm. He's always going to clash with some people. Maybe, maybe all the players nowadays are all a bit soft, didn't they? Though they don't like being called out. That's true. Back in the day, you, know, you used to tell them, didn't you? And that was all, that's the way it was. Like yeah. Brian Clough or Alex Ferguson. Yeah, <laughs> proper old school. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so obviously some players just uh, can't hack it these days, can they? No. So uh, I think we've covered covered quite a lot, lads. Nearly an hour there. Um, it's been great to have you on board, James. Um, Thanks for your opinions. It's always good. Football is a game of opinions, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Apologies for bringing you on uh, after the. Leicester Liverpool game. Oh, I knew you were going to bring that up. Alison in Blunderland. Yeah, no, that was going to be the, the, the pod title, wasn't it? I wasn't, I, I, I wasn't too happy about that one. Um, <laughs> at least we changed it. Um, we, we have changed it. We've changed it due to all the questions about De Bruyne. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's more fitting. Uh, yeah. Well, Everyone, um, if you can get down to the Dream Team Tonic website, dreamteamtonic.com, uh, subscribe to our YouTube page on there, subscribe to our blogs. We've got a lot of people blogging for us now. Obviously, James has come on board. Uh, he's blogging about his Dream Team. We've got Ben's Dream Team blog. We've got Lee's Sky Fancy Football blog on there. And we've also just added Reese to the team as well. He's going to be blogging about his Sky Fancy Football team, as well as my Sky Fancy Football team. So get on there, get subscribed. Um, drop any comments under the video on YouTube it does help a like subscribes they all they all help as well we've got um, yeah there's any any of you uh, who blog their FPL team or interested in blogging their FPL team for us get us get us added on Twitter at Dream Team Tonic give us a DM and we'll have a chat about it um, as well we've started a fan team mini league second chance league which starts from the 19th of Feb all the way through to the end of the season. £5.50 entry, um, top 10% get a prize, FPL rules, all that jazz. Uh, get involved, something, something to uh, keep an eye on for the rest of the season. Get you used to the fan team. 
which is getting bigger and bigger. Uh, and good luck in your in your game week. Uh, cheers from me. Cheers, Ben. Cheers, James. Good to have you. Cheers, Tony. Cheers, Ben. See you later, chaps. See ya.